Oh, I knew it was going to be bad on Monday morning after my six-day, five-day bender for March Madness and other reasons. But when I woke up and got on the scale this morning, I was semi-disgusted with myself. But you know what? It was worth it. So here was my week of grossness. Wednesday night, had my flag football draft for Cody and Jack. I'm coaching two teams because I'm a glutton for punishment. And so we had the draft at Dublin Rose. So you can't have a draft at a bar and just not drink. So obviously, had some beers there, ordered some takeout wings, watched Bryant basketball get smoked, which I was happy about because that guy Peter Kiss on Bryant is so unlikable. So that's Wednesday night. And then Thursday night, St. Patrick's Day. So, I mean, come on. Got to go back to Dublin Rose, Irish bar, go there for about four hours, just pretty much have Bud Lights and soft pretzels. It's a diet of champions. And then Friday, best day of the year, that first Friday of March Madness happened to be 70 degrees out. So we go to Snooker's all day. I do a half day of work. I get my Bajas, so I have something in my belly. And then collectively, there was probably about 25 of us in and out throughout the day. And there's probably close to 30 buckets of beer that rotated through our table. And then, you know, Billy Blinn was extra generous with the mixed drinks towards the end of the night. And so I had more crap food, chips and salsa, soft pretzels again. Then you go to the Vance's on the way home and stuff my face with pizza. But it was a great time. It's always a good time to catch up with the fellas. We really don't do it very often, so we always can pencil in the Friday for March Madness to do that. And then on Saturday... Best thing for a hangover is to get right back on the horse. So we, my wife and I, Tori and I, went to Lucky's with the Browns, then went to Jason's Magical Basement Bar and Theater to watch the PC Friars game, watch them absolutely dominate the Richmond Spiders. Um, but, you know, when you're hanging amongst friends and if you're at Jason's house, he doesn't normally have just like Coors Light. He's got IPAs and he had an assortment of pizzas laid out. So didn't exactly eat healthy there. Didn't eat healthy at Lucky's when the first thing Tori and I order are fried pickles. And then I had grilled, you know, Thai salmon, which isn't bad, but, you know, anything fried to start your meal isn't great. And then on Sunday, had my great niece's baptism party where cellos, no, it wasn't cellos, Uncle Tony's was, um, was the food of choice. So I had pizza and then all sorts of finger food like egg rolls and, and I had some pasta. And then, you know, because it's Sunday, what else are we going to do? So, 
Tori and I went to Darren's and continued our drinking. And all through this time, I haven't worked out yet. And then Sunday, Darren and I went to go get takeout at the Harvest. It used to be Harvest Market. Maybe it's Harvest Bar and Tap in Swansea. Pretty sweet place. It was very busy at the bar. Um, but they had like five really nice TVs. Kind of a little hidden gem over there. They had a really deep menu. I ended up getting eggplant parm. Hold the parm. Um, but again, you know, I ate eggplant over pasta. Listen... It wasn't a great five days for me drinking and eating. And I had been doing so well for a while. So well. Every third, so I'm in like two weight loss challenges. One weighs in on Thursday, one weighs in on Monday. So on Thursday, I felt good. I was down to like 187, which for me lately is pretty good. Um, Not good in general. I think I need to be a lot less than that. So Thursday, I'm at 187 and then just... Then just a couple days later on Monday for the weigh-in for Tori's Biggest Loser, up to 193. But if you listen to the last five minutes of all the stuff I did, it's justified. I didn't work out for shit. I ate like shit. And I drank like a fish. And just a bad combination for my body, my big fat body. But it was a blast. Like I said, we don't get out much as a bunch of guys. So having a tradition like that every year to go to Snookers or wherever we choose to go, you know, I think most of the time it's Snookers. Um, It's just fun to see everybody, get a chance to kind of see some people you haven't seen in a while. It's the best. And watch college basketball. What is better than that? Um, What is better than that is watching PC just absolutely dominate their first, I don't want to say first two games. They could have dominated their first game, but in typical PC fashion, um, they had to make it close down the end. But there was no doubt against Richmond. I mean, that game was over within ten, within two minutes. It was incredible. Um, but for myself, I need to hunker down a little bit. So today... Um, I was kind of back on the diet, ate pretty well today, then I went to, made made sure I made it to the gym, made it to the YMCA after work, got my lift on, ran for a mile and a half, and then sat my fat ass in the sauna. My rule in the sauna is I usually sit there until my phone dies. I'll stretch in there, and I'll scroll, and as soon as my phone dies, I know that's my time to go. Or if I have to pick up Benny, I usually leave by 4.15, and I know I can get out of there. But um, I don't have a lot of things coming up socially, so I think I can be a little more disciplined. I definitely let it go this past five days, and it really doesn't take long. It really doesn't take long to uh, let yourself go. And, um, you know, I'm feeling it today. Definitely feeling gross. I'm going to get back out on the... uh, I'm going to get back into the groove, have some more discipline. So I'm back on this podcast, my anti-drug. Although, I'm sure once I'm done with this, I'll make myself a stiff cocktail and watch the Celtics game. Um, But no beer. See? Improvements. Subtle improvements. You don't want to totally torture yourself and not have that one drink every night. Listen, if you had four kids that drive you, I mean, that you love... Um, you know, you might want a little cocktail at the end of the night as well. When you worked hard at the gym, 
and you know you're going to be sore the next day, maybe that cocktail will help uh, put you to sleep. That's how I justify it. Big football fan, big fantasy football fan, would you take Deshaun Watson on your team? I wouldn't be thrilled about it. You mean like in, in a fantasy perspective? Yes. No. Nope. I would never do it. You would stand on that principle? I just, yeah, I just think there's so many better options. Like, I'd rather, I just, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, there's so many options at quarterback. He would not be on the top of the list. Because he's a sexual abuser? I mean, yeah. Do you think Do you think it's wild that he sat out all last year and for doing so, you know, obviously reasons well documented, he had over 20 civil cases of sexual assault and now he gets traded to the Cleveland Browns obviously on Friday. Yeah. And he gets a the largest NFL contract in history, fully guaranteed, 250 million or whatever it is. He actually came back and got a pay raise. Yes. Bananas. But, you know, you know, he has to... <laughs> he needs that guaranteed money to pay off all these suits, I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. I just think... I guess, like, all, the, all that stuff was dropped for him, right? Um, criminally, yes. But the civil suits are still happening. He was deposed the other day. So he did have to speak to... A lawyer, and you know, I don't think those civil suits are gonna go away. And he's still gonna face like a six to eight game suspension next year. So I don't think it's automatically an upgrade for the Browns going from Baker to Watson. I think in the long run it will if all this stuff eventually goes away because Watson is undeniably awesome. I mean, he's torched the Patriots so many times we've seen it. He's, yeah. You know, he's unbelievable. I don't know. I think the Browns are clowns. <laughs> They are. I know. I mean, they go they from... They make so many bad moves. They really do. And I get it, like, Baker's exhausting and all, but you want to get rid of your quarterback headache and bring in this circus? No. Wild. I mean, don't you think they're going to have, like, protesters at the games and it's going to be a shit show? Yeah, I, I'm sure they will. It is going to be. I don't know. I, I don't get it. I think, you know, they're clowns. Did you hear about the trade today in the NFL? Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan to the Colts. I think that's awesome for both of them. Yep, that is awesome. The Good problem, for Matt Ryan. Yeah. You know what sucks? Like, you want to get excited about the Patriots, and I am, because, you know, they have, they're young, and I think Mac Jones is actually going to be good, and he seemed very likable yep. at the Pro Bowl and all that. But, like, every team in the AFC has a freaking great quarterback. I know. Like, name one that doesn't. a little doesn't. scary. I guess the I, Jets, Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, he's not too good. But thankfully, well, he yeah, wasn't. I mean, Yeah, we'll but he's see. still young. Yeah. We'll see. And Tua, not great. And thankfully, they're both in our division, division here. Yeah. But yeah, no, the AFC is ridiculous at quarterback, I feel like. Hmm. I mean, I still have faith in Mac, Mac, though. Yeah, no, me too. Mm-hmm. I do think that they just need to, the Patriots need to use Johnu Smith a little better next year and ride the running game of 
Stevenson and Harris and you know Hunter Henry at yeah. tight end and I mean, Warren we trust, at receiver. We trust Bill. Yep. Um, I mean, I I don't know. I hope I hope it all works out. It's a little scary, but gotta have faith. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I love Mac Jones. I just got a uh, me too. I just got a reader email. Um, That's Al- all you want to talk about? I just got an email. Oh, it's from oh, a reader. Sorry. I mean, it's from a listener. It says, <laughs> Al D, can you and Tori Bear answer this question for me on the next time you record a pod? If you were to be on a reality show, which reality show would it be? Tori, you want to take that one first? Okay. My answer, I think, would be Dancing with the Stars. I, I just love dancing. I think I would probably suck at ballroom dancing, but... Well, I guess you'd have to be... They the, kind of make everybody good. Well, you can't be... You, you're not a star. This podcast hasn't taken off yet. <laughs> I thought this was like a... You know, you can throw yourself in any situation. You want me to... T- like, would legit you, me? Like, me, myself, right now? Which show would I be on? Well, would you be the... Could you I couldn't be get the, on any reality shows at this point. Why not? What reality show would, would I don't take know how many reality mom shows of four boys? Uh... You could create your own. <laughs> oh, I'd mom go on uh, wife, wife Swap. <laughs> you bitch. No, you know. Like, I'd go to a house that has, like, one child. Oh, okay. And then their wife comes here and, like... What have is, you ever seen that show? What does their wife look like? Uh, that's luck of the draw. You don't. You never know. You don't know who you're going to get. How does that work? Do they sleep in the same bed? I'm sure they don't, know. They just have to, like, so the wives switch houses and just have to, like, take over each other's lives. Like, Do their roles. So, yeah. So, like, they might send, like, a mom to, like, you know, a, like a lawyer's house or something. Gotcha. Yeah. And they, and they have All to switch. All right. So, Dance with the Stars was your gut. Yeah. Because I mean, you yes. want to learn how to do those dances. I think it would just be really fun to, like, learn that. I mean, it would be super stressful, too. But I just think everyone that comes out of there, for the most part, as long as you make it past, like, week two, you're pretty good. Right. They somehow get you to, like, look pretty good out there. They do. And a lot of people lose a lot of weight. And you get to be rubbed up against all those hunky, like, yeah, one of those, those hunky... Yeah, guys, like Val. Like Derek Huff. Yeah, I'm into that. Cool. And then you get to wear, like, these cool costumes, crazy cool costumes, you get your makeup and hair done every week. That is pretty neat. Yeah. That'd be mine. Do you have an answer? I don't know. I mean, I think I would be, like, I'd want to be on Dance Moms, probably. Oh, yeah. Because that was my favorite reality show ever. Yeah, me too. I haven't watched it in a while, but... But you would be Abby, right? Yeah, I think I would do that. Maybe I'd start, like, a, well, not, well, we always said I would do this with my AU basketball team when yeah. I had my girls that were really good. Like, have a pyramid and, like... Because there's always, when you coach a club team of that caliber of skill, there's always good parent drama... And yeah. it's super competitive anyway, so if you add in a pyramid, that really would make the girls cry. I think I'd think that'd be fun. I think I'd be a pretty good Abby. You would. You always said, because I feel like we watched Dance Moms when you were coaching. Mm, yeah. And you always said, I just wish I could do this. Like, I wish I was allowed to do this. <laughs> I could just do this pyramid every, after every game. I know, but like, wouldn't it be good incentive? Like, as a former athlete, like, I don't know. I guess I... Because yeah. I, I do stuff, even at the... Even at the high school, like I have a free throw ladder, 
And here, oh, this here kid, here's a guy that would be on the top of the pyramid of my kids, of my ranking my kids today would be Cody. Cody, you're my number one today. Cody, say hi, say hi to the listeners <laughs> on Dad's podcast. Uh-oh, he's quiet all of a sudden. He's quiet <laughs> he now that he knows recorded. recorded. <laughs> all right, to, to be continued. Wait, what? All right, say bye, everybody. I don't know what to say. Say bye, everybody. Who's listening? Probably nobody. (laughs) See ya. All right, where were we before we got rudely interrupted by my favorite son of the day, Cody? Um, The kid who was given a third round grade in baseball this spring. Do you think I should let that go? I mean, yeah. Let him just Okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He had a tough tryout. He, he, you know, the evaluator did a good job. Anyways, back to the NFL. Actually, NFL. You're really jumping around tonight. Yeah, why not? Okay, cool. You wanted to maybe talk about how good the Raiders are all of a sudden? No, I don't know about that. You know about the Raiders? They traded for Devontae Adams? Oh, yeah. Maybe I did hear that. Okay. Yeah, Maybe you don't remember because that happened like live and when we were at Dublin Rose on Thursday. Oh, yeah, yeah. But wasn't that big that, news? Really. I mean, Aaron Rodgers no, comes back. News. You're right. That's big news. You would think Aaron Rodgers comes back with the assurance that Devontae Adams is coming back. I kind of love that he doesn't have him. Me it's too. Great. I really can't stand Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I think you are in the majority. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, that is big news. I always like I I feel for the Raiders. Hope they clean up their act this year and not not clean up their act, but just have a better break. Than yeah, last I think. Year. I mean, you got to kind of root for them now that Josh McDaniels is there, right? Oh, definitely. So they have a good quarterback, Derek Carr. They have Devontae Adams. They have Hunter Renfro, um, Darren Waller. They have Josh Jacobs. They have a good offense. They do. And they went out and signed Chandler Jones. Right? Yep. And did they get a, they're in the mix right now for Stefan Gilmore. Like Wow. McDaniels is gonna try to make them Patriots wow. West, I believe. Yeah, right. Brandon Bolden's there. Um so you yeah, know they should be good. They should be, but then they're in the same conference as who? The Rams. Nope. Are they? No. No, the Rams are NFC. Oh. They're in the same conference as the Broncos, who just got better. Oh, that's right. Okay. The Chargers, who just bolstered up their defense. And who the hell's the fourth team, who's also very good? Why am I losing my mind? It's not the Cardinals, is it? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I can't keep track of all <laughs> no, the divisions. Like, I don't know. Oh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs. Who obviously okay. have Mahomes, yeah. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and they just added Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah, damn, that's a tough division. Hmm. But I think they can hang. Yeah, I mean they made the playoffs they last be year. Able to. We'll see. I don't know. I know JD will be happy if the Raiders are good. Um, so yeah, what else? What else is up? How's your um, How's the Biggest Loser Challenge going? I mean, it's going. It's, <laughs> tough, I'm really tough struggling. Week. I'm really struggling to motivate people lately because I'm just not that motivated this round said I, I feel like you you didn't get to really participate in the first round because you were still coaching and you were so busy yeah that I felt like you kind of like forced me into doing it this time 
which I was happy to do, but I could have used like a break from it. You're kind of faking it well, as far yeah, as... Yeah, I have to. I mean, I, I know there's people... I mean, that's kind of my job to do it as, when I'm running it, right? Yeah, but I think you're doing people. a great job, and you look great. Well, thank you. I mean, I think that I think that's why I'm not as... More, like, not to say, oh yeah, I look great, but like, I feel so much better than I did that I'm not... I should want to lose more, mm. but I'm kind of like, eh, I'm kind of happy where I am right now. Although, when I think about how like quickly summer's coming... I'm like, no, I just gotta... I gotta power through. Now's like, the time to do again. it. Yeah. March, April, May. So right. June doesn't come around. You're like, oh, I have no clothes. Oh, I hate the way I look on this. And you ask me 10 times, oh, do you like this? And if I give you an answer you don't like, you just roll your eyes at me. Like, it's my fault. But no. Like, yeah, true. Especially, like, now, Guilty. for now, you got a few weeks and months to, like, hide under a sweatshirt. Not you. I'm saying anybody. Right. You know, like me. Like, exactly. I, I wear sweats and sweatshirts as long as I can. Myself. Because I'm happy in my sweatshirts right now, but I'm not going to necessarily be happy in my short sleeve shirts and shorts and bathing suits. Mm. You know what I hate doing? Like, core exercises. Ugh, I hate core. But I think I need it there the most, but I just refuse to do it. So I think my strategy is to try to get bigger everywhere else. It's not I a good strategy. <laughs> like, I want bigger <laughs> arms, bigger shoulders, bigger back. Right. To hide my, my bigger chest. And, I- you know, to hide my bigger belly. I just always feel like I just, that's where I like carry all my fat. So I just need to lose that fat before it's going to even matter. But I get, I mean, that's kind of, that's not exactly true. I should still be doing core right. to help it kind of tone up as I lose the fat. But I just never prioritize it. Like I say, I'm going to do it in the morning after I stretch and before I go on the bike. But then I don't get up in the morning, so I don't do it. But I'm going to start getting up in the morning again. Okay. I need to start doing apple challenges again. Apple Watch Challenge. I know. I know. I know. That sounds like torture. I know, but my my opponents are going to Chicago for the weekend, so I got to hold off on them. Yep. Um, but I feel like that's what motivates me the most is doing those Apple Watch Challenges. You don't still do it with? Didn't you used to do it with like Joe and RJ and? Yeah, those guys. They they fell off. They don't do it. What about Jose? Yeah. I could challenge Jose. He's a lunatic. Maybe I will. I see Tyler. Don't you just have to get perfect? Like it doesn't matter. Right. Tyler Patch all of a sudden wanted to share. Watch. He, but then I saw his stuff today. He, he does a lot of stuff too, which is good. I should I should challenge some of those guys. Maybe I will. Maybe you've motivated me. You're welcome. Thanks. It's my job. Anything else? Anything else you'd like to chit chat about? I don't think so. I mean, you poured me this giant glass of wine, and I'm only halfway through. I'm sorry. That's all right. I didn't think I, I was going to drink until you said you wanted to do the podcast. I don't know how to pour wine. Yeah, this was like. Probably three glasses of wine in one. I'm sorry. Do you want me to put it back in the bottle? I can. I don't think that's possible. Why? Well, now that it's here, I'm going to drink it. (laughs) Very pretending to be mad that I... Well, I mean, I wasn't planning on it, so it caught me by surprise. But now that I'm here doing it, I'm just going to keep it going. How do you think Bob Saget died? That's a terrible thing to talk about. I'm just asking. It's just sad. Okay. I love Bob Saget. You want to talk about the Penn State swimmer instead? No, no, I don't want to dip my toes in that at all. <laughs> no, thank you. But I was a swimmer. Oh, how about PC? Oh, yeah, PC's great. I mean, Very exciting I, season for them. I feel like you've gone out to watch them more than I have. I know, I have. It's been fun. It's definitely gotten me more into college basketball this year. Like, them being good. Will it get and, like, you, having something to care about. Will it get you more into high school basketball next year? About the Warriors? 
I think every year our kids get older, I'll get a little more into it for you. Thanks. But, so on Thursday, they played at 12 o'clock. And what did you do for that game? I went to Lucky's. Well, actually, so, so, no, the first Thursday, two Thursdays ago, when they were in the Big East tournament, Mm. the first day, I went out to Lucky's to watch them. And I literally, this is the first time all year, I've, like, gone out during the day. I don't, it's not like something I do all the time at all. Right, 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 right. And I'm sitting at the bar with Sarah, and the school calls me. Jack and Cody's school. I thought it was probably the nurse, because that's usually who's calling me when school calls. So I let it go to voicemail. Turns out, one of our kids, I won't even say who it is, because I don't want to throw them under the bus on the podcast. Oh my God. They were in the principal's office while I was out drinking at Lucky's. Embarrassing. Yeah. That was fun. For what? No, we don't need to tell the whole story, right? That's kind of <laughs> Why do you even bring it up? Just to say, like, I was out drink. I was just, I thought it was kind of funny. I was out watching PC. I never go out. And the principal, for the first time ever, by the way, never gotten a call from the principal before. That was the first time, and hopefully the last time, one of our kids is in the principal's office. They didn't do anything that bad, really. Yeah, I guess but, not. But, you know. And then... Uh, you know, they casual, told casual death threat, but not what? It wasn't that big of a deal? I mean, it wasn't. It was super, It wasn't a big deal at all, really. It was uh, like you could picture him saying it, like he would say to one of his brothers, like. So about those friars. Yeah. Who's your favorite friar? No, Horkler. He's having an amazing. I. He's just because he had a man bun, so you know I love a man bun. <laughs> I like him because he's. An amazing three-point shooter. He rebounds like a bastard. He yeah. doesn't try to do too much. Um, but man, that game the other night, they did. They couldn't miss against yeah, Richmond. Yeah, that was a fun game because it's. I feel like it's so rare to watch them, like just blow somebody out. Yeah, Which, it, it is rare. Yeah. So in like a big game, it was nice to see that. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. It was nice to not be on edge right. for every basket, exactly. which is fun too when they win. Yeah. But to kind of, it's kind of like when the Celtics won the championship in um, 08. Like, in that game six, they just beat the piss out of the Lakers so bad that you didn't have to, like, you know, you weren't as stressed throughout the night. It, it's nice to have one of those games for the Friars. It is. It was good. So I'm bring on the Jayhawks. Friday. Me too. Anything else? Nope. Alrighty. I was going to do a podcast right before the tournament to tell anybody that would listen to me that Kentucky is going to win it all. And I was going to say it with conviction. I felt they had a good mix of transfer portal guys. They had a local kid in Kellen Grady that tore it up at Davidson and finally had a chance to prove himself on the big stage. They have some nice... Um, recruited talent out of high school from Calipari. I just, they did really well in the SEC tournament before losing to Tennessee, I believe. Um, I saw them beat Kansas twice this year. I thought 
for sure that they were the team to beat. But this is why I never do brackets. Or if I do them, no, I shouldn't say that. I do always do them, but the cheap ones, maybe like $120 one, $15 one. But now this year, I decided to do a $100 one. Finally decided to enter one because I felt so damn good about Kentucky. But again, I should have always stuck with what I thought that Coach Calipari is a scumbag and they'll choke. And after the game, he'll blame the kids, even though he got absolutely outcoached by Shaheen Holloway from St. Peter's. Um, yeah, St. Peter's. That's who they lost to, the two seed. They lost to St. Peter's. I had the privilege of watching the damn game on Thursday, St. Patrick's Day night at Dublin Rose with Olympian Troy Pino was in the house. And he revealed to me that he went to St. Peter's. And so he was rooting for him the whole time. And then, uh, you know, with like under a minute left, he's like, nah, coach, you know, I, I actually have Kentucky. Kentucky winning it all. I mean, Kentucky beating St. Pete's. But I went there, so I got to root for him. So every time they score, he's clapping in my face. And then he reveals to me that he went there, but didn't even have him in his pool. But I digress. That's okay. He went there. He's a good kid. Olympian, Troy Pina. Um, but yeah, never, never act like you know what you're talking about going into March Madness. No one ever does. Okay. Gonzaga, they've screwed me so many times. I just, I can't pick them anymore. Now they're in the sweet 16. PC, I thought they might've been knocked out first round. Here they are in the sweet 16. You really just never know. So in hindsight, I'm very glad I didn't do that podcast. Telling you all to put your money on Kentucky. So I don't have to apologize. I'm just mad at myself. But anyways, basketball. What I do know is the Celtics are freaking awesome. They are. Um, Jason Tatum is now a top, I wouldn't go top five yet, a top ten player undeniably in the NBA. All you idiots who wanted to break up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum can suck it. Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard. I remember tweeting it, I think the first game of the year, that they're both solid NBA basketball players, and you need those guys that can fit a role. And Brad Stevens, if he doesn't win executive of the year, it's a farce. He cleaned up all of Ainge's messes, and I love Danny Ainge. He did a lot of great things. Drafting all the guys he did, making the deals he did were incredible. But what did Stevens do as soon as he got, as soon as he got the GM job? the president job, whatever his title is, where he makes all the basketball moves. Basketball operations guy. He went and got Big Al Horford, who the Celtics desperately needed a veteran. He goes and gets Al Horford, gets rid of Kemba Walker, because having coached him, Stevens knows he's a piece of crap, and he's already, you know, Kemba Walker seemed like a great guy to root for and all, but he's already flamed out in New York. Um, Not re-signing Evan Fournier. Great move. Great move to stand pat. So, you know, got rid of um, so got rid of him because he was gonna be way overpaid, and he was. Again, doing nothing in New York. Um, signing Dennis Schroeder, which I think worked in the beginning, but then you turn around and flip him for old friend Daniel Tice, getting the band back together. Signing 
tra- sorry, trading for Josh Richardson, another guy who seemed to fit in fine, but in the grand scheme of things, doesn't fit in as well as Derek White, even though he's kind of slumping right now, but he'll, he'll get out of that. So you trade Josh Richardson and Romeo Langford to get Derek White. Just great move after great move by Brad Stevens. And he knows that these two young guys, I can't even call them young anymore, these two superstars, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, are ready to win right now. So you surround them with Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, who's really come into his own. That's another thing Brad Stevens did almost immediately. Signed Robert Williams to this, I don't know, four-year, $44 million, No, it's more than that. Whatever. Whatever contract he signed him for, it looks like a bargain now because Rob Williams is absolutely dominant in the conversation for Defensive Player of the Year. So the starting lineup is what? Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, Rob Williams. That is a formidable, great two-way basketball starting lineup. Then you come in with Grant Williams, Derek White, Daniel Tice, Peyton Pritchard, you got rid of some of these log jams that you had positionally. Brad Stevens, GM of the year. Celtics, once they win tonight because they're playing Oklahoma City Thunder, who's terrible, probably wouldn't even make the Sweet 16 in the, you know, in the NCAAs. They're going to wipe the floor with them. And if Philly loses tonight and they're not playing Embiid and Harden, they get, third, they get sole possession of third place. I was standing watching months ago. Watching the Celtics, you know, 10 seed, 9 seed, hoping that they would get in the play the play-in tournament. Then for the last 10 weeks, they've absolutely been dominant and made me eat my words about Ime Adoka, who I thought was a terrible coaching hire. He's really got it together. Um, I was hoping Brad Stevens would fire him and then just make himself coach. But anyways, it's all working out. In Brad, we trust.